Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Um, yeah, so I was just thinking, uh, people, I mean, we act like everybody's so deep and so mysterious, but it's really not all, you know, people, people show you who they are all the time. You know, you just have to, to look beyond what they say and watch what they do which requires a little bit of effort, but people have a tell. You can tell what's going on, you know, and I don't know. My whole thing is integrity, honesty. You know, you just have to wake up one day and decide what type of person you want to be. You know, there there was a, a very distinct, there have been several distinct moments in my life where I remember I am not this girl. I don't want to be this girl. I don't want to be that woman. I want to be this kind of woman. You know what I mean? And you just have to get out here and, and do that and have some integrity. Like like I've said in the past, and I heard T.D. Jake say it, there's so many of you out here who don't even believe in yourselves. When you say you're going to do things and you know you're not going to do them, you don't even believe yourself. So you're not fooling anybody else. When you tell yeah, I can't wait to start my business. Okay, well, when are you going to do it? Oh, I'm, I'm already working on it. And we know that you're not working on it. And you know that you're not working on it. And you know that we know. I mean, this is crazy. I think the biggest problem in American society, and maybe, I mean, I'm an American, so that's really all I can speak on. Um, a lot of our problems stem from the fact that people are utterly and totally, completely full of shit. They just never intend to do what they say they're going to do. I think the world would be a million times better if people just did what they said they were going to do. If we could just start there, you know, and then we'll start moving to big things like integrity and character (laughs) and honesty. You know, those things, I guess, just aren't cool right now. It is not cool. You know, snitches get stitches. But you know what? Uh, I know people and I'm probably one of them. If I see you doing wrong and it's harming the greater community and it's harming me, I'm going to snitch on you if that's what that's called. Yeah, because I want to live in a safe and clean environment. I don't need you, you know, tearing everything up because you feel away. You know, um, that is, to me, domestic terrorism. If I'm driving down the street and two knuckleheads are fighting and they start shooting at each other and I'm in the middle of it that how is that not terrorism and why aren't we dealing with these people as terrorists because in America you can inject race into it and then it becomes something else then the shooters become the victims they're poor they don't know any better so they're actually victims too really because it looks like the person the person in my car that got shot because we were in the middle of them is the victim Hmm. It's a curious, curious time that we live in. Things have been wrestled and twisted into these really bizarre, contorted ideas. And I just, I don't understand it. And it's so extreme. It's very bizarre. And I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm not wrong on this. We need to get back to some real base logic. And again, if people would just do what they say they were going to do that would really move things forward. And personally in St. Louis, if people people would pay their personal property tax for their car or their sales tax for their car, that would help. People are driving around with temporary tags from like 2019. That is not temporary. It means you cannot afford the vehicle that you purchased and you need to 
uh, either get a cheaper vehicle or you just need to keep saving because I'm going to guess you don't have insurance. And when you get put over by the police, they're not harassing you. That is all against the law. (sighs) So anyway, like I said, I just think people tell you who they are. They show you who they are. It's just our job to pay attention. And and a lot of people just, I don't know, I guess they just don't want to do that. It sounds like too much work, but it's not. It's really, really, really important, you know. And I just feel like we just live in such an odd time where people like Trump might run again. And people are afraid he might win. And he's just like the crazy. He'll be even crazier in four years. What is it? Where are we? In two years. In two years, he'll be even nuttier. You know, so we just got to hope that doesn't happen. I mean, I really hope that doesn't happen. Because <laughs> I don't think I could survive it. I remember just waking up every day angry, angry about Trump. Super angry about Trump. Because it's not political. He just really is not a good human being and he should not have any power. And why people are drawn into his cult, I, do, I have no idea. But that's what cults do, you know. They just draw people in, right? So, let's see. What else was I thinking about? I had, to, I had a really good thought this morning. I have to think about it. But, yeah, I, uh, I really I was deeply compelled to share that message today. Like, we just got to pay attention. People are showing us their true colors. We just have to believe them. We really do. So that John Gruden thing, the the other part of that story that's so bizarre is the the part with the cheerleaders, how basically all these NFL execs, I don't know, we certainly know it was... um, the Redskins and John Gruden circulating topless photos of the Washington football. I they'll always be the Redskins to me, and I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. I never thought that the term was racist. I didn't know, but anyway, when I use it, it's not to be offensive. It's just force of habit. I didn't. Uh, so anyway, the the Washington football team had cheerleaders and these guys were circulating topless photos of the cheerleaders but they weren't required to take their tops off for the picture for you know the calendar but at some point I guess the girls were asked to take their tops off and then those were the secret photos that so you know this whole thing with the NFL trying to tell us that they're a a a not a caveman organization this is just proof that it is and I find it telling that Mark Davis doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't seem like the the sharpest man, no disrespect, but that haircut is very bizarre. And also, like, is he, like, what is he, I, I don't know, There's he's not his dad, so he's not, he doesn't talk as much, so it's, like, really weird. Like, what are you saying? So he goes, the NFL has all the answers. I'm telling you, I think the NFL forced him out mainly because they all put all this money behind the move to to Vegas. And now Vegas isn't winning. The Raiders are not what you'd call a winning organization. 
and Derek Carr and John Gruden were tied at the hip, but it wasn't going forward. And Davis had committed himself to John Gruden for 10 years. And I'm telling you, this is another NFL strong arm tactic, like when they yank your team out of your city. And I love football. I really love watching it. It is my favorite sport by far, but I, I will have to break up with it. I'm telling you, the business aspects of it would make me break up with it. You know, Richard Sherman was out on the field last night. Again, to my point about Kaepernick, if they think they you can win, that, that you will help them win, they'll sign you. We all saw Richard Sherman on that ring camera over the summer. And I think Richard Sherman is is an intelligent and interesting player. He was very unique in Seattle. But he's at the tail end of his career, and uh, he had a bad night. I, it looked real aggressive on that camera, and uh, but he got signed. If they think you can help them win, they will sign you. So this whole notion, this thing that Kaepernick was just blackballed because of the racial stuff, the kneeling stuff, I never bought it because I actually watched him play. And he was good in 2012. He was pretty good. I, I think it was 2012, 2013, 2014. But, you know, by the time he started kneeling, he wasn't that great anymore. And, you know, we just all tell ourselves these stories. If you keep telling yourself enough stories, eventually even you believe them. And, uh, I mean, I feel like that was just a marketing ploy. Because now he, you know... Now he's viewed in one way as instead of, uh, you know, what he, which what he was, was a kind of out of the frying pan real quick quarterback. <laughs> you know, he wasn't really good that long. Uh, his story was interesting, and then it just got uninteresting really quickly. Anyway, I hope everybody has a happy Friday. Enjoy. Please take care of yourselves and be your absolute best. Take care. We will meet back here next week. Have a great weekend. It's the middle of October. It's time to just really put the pedal to the metal. Like, shh. Oh, and uh, I don't know if you're into crypto. Please do some investigation and take 50 bucks and just buy something. Pick the thing that sounds the best to you. I would recommend some Bitcoin. Uh, Of course, most of us can't afford a whole Bitcoin. Some Ethereum. I'm deeply into Shiba Inu. Uh, I have like 3 million shares. (laughs) I just wanted to have millions of something. I had no idea that Elon Musk was into it. So I don't know if it ever goes up. If it gets to a dollar, that would be awesome. But who knows? Who knows? The, The people who study this stuff think that could be impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So you never know. So just get something, do some research this weekend, get on YouTube. There are plenty of really smart people talking about crypto. All right, be your best.